Good evening. You are on with Bishop Robert Johnson and Real Talk Broadcast Network here at YouTube Live. Today is Monday. The time is 822 Pacific Standard Time. Amen. We thank God for you. We are on once again to go option walk with Christ. Amen. Again, we thank God for those who are tuned in tonight. Amen. Tonight's subject is very simple. It'll be short. It'll be detailed. And it's just for you. Tonight's subject is first creation, Adam, the second creation, Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to go through tonight and we're going to ask you to join us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Most amazing God, most awesome God. We ask you to meet us here tonight, God, as we give information to your people that will help them continue their walk in you. For Christ, we do nothing through vain strife or glory, but that you may be edified, magnified, and lifted up. God, we thank you tonight for what you are about to do in the spirit realm. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and him dying on the cross that we might have life more abundantly here until you call us home. We say yes, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, so we're gonna get into it real quick. If you have your Bibles, you know what we do. Go to 1 Corinthians with us, 15 and 47. 1 Corinthians 15 and 47. And then we're going to give you detailed information that will be broadcast later on on our Facebook Live. Amen. But we thank God for you tuning in with us tonight here on YouTube Live. Amen. We're having some technical difficulties with our camera settings, but we thank God um, as long as you can hear that we are live streaming and it's coming correctly. Amen. We're working on purchasing more camera equipment that will um, one day be a lot clearer for you to see in high definition. So we're working on some things, but be patient with us. Amen. Amen. For the, so the first scripture tonight is found in 1 Corinthians 15, 47. And this scripture is critical for, for many reasons because we're talking about the first creation and the second creation. A lot of people just don't know what that means. What does that entail, Bishop? What is that made of? What, if, what does it look like? Okay, so I'm going to show you. If I look away from the camera, it's because we're using the equipment that's given to us here in the studio. Amen. So so it says, um, 1 Corinthians 15 and 47, the first man, Adam, is of the earth. The second man, Adam, is the Lord from heaven. So it says, the first man, Adam, is of the earth. The second man, Adam, is the Lord from heaven. Amen. So what does that mean? Here the Bible says there is two Adams or typology. There are two types of Adams. So the first man, Adam, is from the earth. The first man, Adam, is Adam himself, the one that God created from the dust of the ground. So he is the first man, Adam. He is the one that's given dominion and power over the earth to till the ground. Amen. So that first man, Adam, because of his transgression, and disobedience was removed from creation. Um, God removed him from the garden to where provision and purpose and protection were provided. Amen. So when God removed him, amen, there had to be a resemblance or a second type of Adam that would come and restore us back to God. Amen. So the first man, Adam, was of the earth, earthly, and the second man, Adam, was the Lord from heaven. Amen. So we ask you to follow us as we go to our next transition. 
The next transition says, 1 John 2.16, it says, For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Watch this. Is not the Father, but is of the world. So God is not of the creation that fell, yet he is God over everything. The Bible declares that Satan is the prince of this world. When Adam transgressed and Adam sinned, he allowed for those things which are contrary to creation in heaven to become a part of this earth. So the Bible tells us here in 1 John 2.16 that because of the things that are here, they are pleasing to our flesh. And God does not have value or find value in those things. He says the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. To give you an example, if you look at King David and King David's life, on one particular day, the Bible says that David was coming back from battle and he just had a great battle and they won battle and they were victorious. They won the battle. And the Bible said David had laid on his bed to get rest. But when he got up and the Bible declares that he looked over the balcony and he looked, there's the eyes. First creation, the first creation, remember Cain killed Abel. So now we have all those things in the world. He looked over and saw a young lady bathing by the name of Bathsheba. And as what his eyes saw, he began to lust for. So you see what creation has? The first creation has lust. Galatians um, 5.16, it begins to name those things that are part of, the part of the first creation. So there is a problem here. We, You and I who are born again, until Jesus comes, we're still living in the first creation. That's why the Bible says you are in the world, but not of the world. Whereby God made provision for you and I, as long as we are a part of the first creation, we have to abide. All right. But, but abiding in the first creation, he gave us something to overcome the devil. In the book of Acts 1 and 8, he says you should receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What is the power for? Everything that is in the first creation that is not of God, you and I have been given dominion over spiritually until he comes in the second creation. So the first creation, we see lying. We see the things that David did with um, having Uriah killed after he went into battle. Sheba and there was a baby born um, the things that he did in the second creation God gives us to repent that's why in Psalms 51 we see David repenting because David opens the door or the gateway to the second creation in the Old Testament in the book of Psalms 51 so we see the first aspect or the first element of God giving us provision through his son yet his son had not come yet amen let's move on transition to the next slide Amen. We thank God for you again being on tonight. Yeah, you are truly amazing. The next side slide comes from 1 John 2.16. Um, let's move. We were there. I'm sorry. The next slide comes from Romans 5 and 8. Now watch this. We begin to see God transition, and we begin to see God tells us, telling us why he did what he did. So in Romans 5 and 8, this is my Uncle Paul, his favorite scripture. Um, he's in Hugo, Oklahoma, and he tells, when I talked to him, he said, this is his favorite scripture. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly or Christ died for us. Listen, beloved, while we were yet sinners, 
Christ died for us. So after Adam transgressed, God knew that it was going to happen before the foundation of the world. And God made provision for you and I to get back to the place that Adam gave up. So many people often in the world today say, I can't live saved or I can't make it. That's not the truth, child of God. In the first state that we were in, man was created in perfect harmony with God. But his transgression through disobedience unlocked the door and allowed sin in. But what Christ did, he already had precluded in his mind that's why I read, that's why Isaiah 53 said it pleased the father to bruise him so now in Romans 5 and 8 listen to this but God commended commended his love toward us toward us something is coming great and I pray that you be a part of that second creation because what God did he commended his love to us that while we were yet sinners while we were yet in sin Christ died for the ungodly. He died for us that we can be a part of the new creation, the second creation to which Jesus Christ came down from heaven, the Lord from heaven, to reestablish his covenant with man. Now, the Bible says, great is the mystery of God. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels. But what I like, the, the bigger part of the scripture, God says that he came to die for you and I. And the Bible says he thought of not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no representation, but took on the form of a servant and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Why? Because he wants to restore us because there's something coming. The second Jerusalem, the, the second garden of Eden, the new kingdom where you and I will have access to his will, to his grace through worship 24 hours a day. Amen. We're almost done. The next transition says in Romans 8 and 3. Now watch this. While God commended his love to us, while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Now watch this. Romans 8 and 3. For what the law could not do, and it was weak in the flesh. God sent his own son in the likeness of sin for flesh to condemn sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of God might be made manifest in you and I. What am I saying? God knew Adam was going to fail and God knew he had already made provision for you and I to live in the second creation. Child of God, understand what I'm saying. You're saying, Bishop, why are you saying the second creation? Because the first creation to which Adam voided and he voided the contract, sin entered in and we're living in the world of sin. The Bible says we are in the world, but not of the world. Who are those who he declares we? Those who the ones who have born again through the will of his spirit those who have been born again of the water and of the spirit those individuals have now entered into eternity through the spirit of god yet we are still in this polluted world but while we are in this world god has granted us access to his will and to his power through his name so we can overcome the world ah you got to understand god gave us provision and provided just like he promised abraham for us to go through and journey as pilgrims but this is not our home but he did tell abraham in genesis 22 and 18 he said because of abraham's obedience obedience will all the families of the or nations of the earth be blessed how are we going to be blessed we're going to be blessed because god is giving us the opportunity to get back in the covenant position that adam gave up he's given us chance to live again in the new creation 
because this is going to melt away with a fervent heat. But as long as we hear, he has given us dunamis. He has given us the power of God. He has given us the authority of God because if Christ has overcome the evil one, you can overcome him too. But you've got to understand as Christ has suffered in the flesh, you have to arm yourself likewise. In other words, the same mind that Jesus had, you have to have. You have to understand this is not our home, child of God. We're just passing through. We're pilgrim sojourning. And because God has put us in the place and the position to overcome the devil, the reason you're only overcoming the devil is because there is a paradise and a place that has been made for us to live within with him eternally. That's why in Revelations 22, Verses 1 through 5, especially verse 3, the Bible says, uh, on the throne will be God. And next to God on his right hand, right hand side will be the lamb, his purpose that was sent for to die for us. And in the midst will be the servants. You and I are the servants. Those who have come through, those who have made it, who have overcome the world, we are his servants. And what he says, the word servant there in the Greek simply means that we are worshipers. Those who will be around the throne, those who worship him 24 hours hours we won't have to till the ground like adam but we will be worshipers we will be in his presence 24 hours his face shall light the city the streets are paved with gold there will be no more suffering no more crying no more pollution no more death nothing that will stop you and i from serving god there won't be shame there won't be sin all there will be is the presence of god hallelujah thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at the next slide. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. You might say, well, Bishop, how do I get access to the second creation? 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, if any man, consider he does not say woman or man. When it comes to God, there is no gender. There is neither male or female. There is simply spirit. I'm going to teach you on a later day. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. What are those things that have passed away? The things that you and I walked in according to the first creation. Sin now is passed away because we have taken on the character and the nature of God, eternal spirit. That's why Jesus had to die. And when he died, he got up with all power in his hands. And he got up in a glorified body, a body that can no longer see corruption or, immortal, or mortality. When he got up, he got up immortal, immortality. He got up as a spirit and as sex down back at the right hand of God as God's purpose, his word that was there before the foundation of the world. That's what the Bible declares in John 1 and 1. In the, in the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the purpose. Even before Adam transgressed and fell, the purpose of God to redeem and to restore you and I back to himself was already in full motion. Child of God, God has never forgotten you. He's never left you. He's never put you in a position to where you have to fail or where you can be flawed. That's what the Bible says now unto him that is able to keep you and to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his glory you got to understand the glory of God wants to see you in position in place to where he can be uplifted and magnified because you are what he called you to do so how do we get there second Corinthians 5 and 17 if any man be in Christ 
If any man be in Christ, it's a new creature living in the old creation. That's why you need to be born again, because we are still part of this earth. Remember, the first man was of the earth, and the second man was made a quickening spirit from above, the Lord from above. So if you want to be where God is, you have to be a part of a the new creation. But first, you have to be a new creature. Have you ever seen a caterpillar? And a caterpillar goes through something called a metamorphosis. Transform. And that change that's taking place when he comes out now, he comes out as a beautiful butterfly, no longer just a larva, but he's able to fly and his beauty is amazing. And then they study, study butterflies just to understand how they go through the process of being transformed. So child of God, he's still in the same world. He's still in the same creation, but he's been transformed from one position in one place to the next. You and I are still in the world, but when we are born again, we're transformed from one place to the next. I need you to understand God needs you to be transformed because if you have not been transformed by the renewing of your mind, what we read at first were the things that are in this world are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and pride. I've been transformed. You will fall to the things of this world. David said, In sin, my mother conceived me. I was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. He's not talking about him. Sin in, that's in the world is being shaped. It's the world how the first creation is designed and born. Everything that you and I know now that we see that goes on has nothing to do with individuals. But yet what it is, it's the world that we live in. All that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. So one who is not born again sees things through the eyes of this world. And because you see things through the eyes of this world, those things have pleasure and they have value whereby you want to find yourself living in the things of this world so as long as that butterfly stayed on the branch of that tree he's living by what's in this world but when the butterfly goes through the metamorphosis and the change happened he's still in the world but he's no longer on the branch because his wings allow him to fly amen wings being typical or denotes the spirit. When the spirit of God comes, it puts you in a different position. That's why Jesus says in John 14 and 26, I must go away because if I don't go away, the father can't send the comforter in this creation, in this world, who he's going to send in my name. That's why he says in Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in the other, for there's no other name given among men under heaven in this world whereby you must be saved. He gave us the name of Jesus. Jesus to occupy till he comes. So he gave us his authority for this world so we can have dominion and power over the things that will cause us to lose in this world. Amen. We're going to wind down and we pray to God that something was said to allow you to get what we're saying. And as we close, John 3, the third chapter, tells us how to complete. The process of having access to the kingdom to come, but yet live in this world. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, and Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot enter into the second creation. 
He cannot be where God is. He cannot sit around the throne. And even here, you can enter into the abundant life on the earth. Yes, you have life. Yes, you have provision. Yes, you have things. But those things don't produce the favor that God is talking about. You know what? God bless you tonight. We love you very much. We pray that something was said to enhance your ability to want to study God and to know him more and to get in his presence. We encourage you to find the church. We encourage you to find the word of God. Remember, God has created a place for you and I. Make sure Monday through Friday that you tune in to GK God Knows Radio Live with Pastor Will Barnes, www.gkgodknowsradiolive with Pastor Will Barnes. Every, every day, Monday through Friday, there is a seed word of God for you. On Thursday nights, the seed broadcast talk show. Minister Jamal Ali and Minister Dwayne Hyler. God bless you in Jesus' name.